0: Hello and welcome to one of a short series of podcasts which will investigate aspects of impact assessment from four different perspectives or four different lenses. Please keep the conversation going by tweeting any thoughts with the hashtag #ImpactFrameworks. Thank you for listening.
1: I'm Sana Zakaria and I work for NIHR. Today I'm talking to Thomas Christensen about his views on the use of impact assessment for analysis from his personal and professional perspective. Thomas is senior vice president at the Novo Nordics Foundation and has been working with impact assessment for many, many years. So we are talking about analysis as one of the A's underpinning impact assessments. And analysis serves curiosity, helps us in understanding what's working, what isn't, and forms the basis of informing the other A's like advocacy and allocation. Now, the Northern Nordisk Foundation states that the purpose of impact assessment is to monitor the Foundation's strategic goals to enable fact-based communication to society and create new knowledge of the impact of research funding. Now, how easy is it to identify which impact assessment to do when you fund close to 4 billion Krona a year in projects?
0: I would say it's, uh, it's really difficult. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's it's easy. Uh, It needs to take a long-term perspective on this because you don't do impact assessment uh, in one year because you have awarded grants for 4 billion Danish crowns, which is approximately uh, 500 uh, um, million uh, uh, pounds. Uh, It takes... uh, uh, It's necessary to have a strategy... Uh, and uh, to uh, prioritize what is important for the impact assessment work in the foundation. And uh, as a guiding principle, uh, we have focused on our vision of the foundation, and the vision of the foundation is to contribute significantly to research and development that improves the lives of people and sustainability of society. And based on this vision, we have tried to formulate Nine impact principles pr- for how the Novododotis Foundation contributes uh, to society. And based on these nine principles, we have identified indicators uh, we, which is important for the foundation and which say something about our societal impact. Our ambition is always to employ the best practice to analyze and assess the impact. Uh, of research and development in society, uh, and in order to do that we are collaborating uh, with the researchers at universities, uh, with other foundations uh, and uh, we are also having a very close dialogue to our key stakeholders. Uh, the key stakeholders are mainly uh, internally uh, the grant giving uh, departments uh, in the foundation, but also uh, the grant recipients. So we have a close dialogue uh, to all the grant recipients and the ambition is that we have 100% response rate from all our grant recipients when we ask them to report once a year uh, to the foundation. It is actually uh, the big challenge uh, of all impact assessment uh, to, to collect data and to analyze these data.
1: I guess the vast majority of your funding goes to biomedical health science research and applications. Now, the learning from how to do impact assessments for analysis in that area translate to some of the more niche areas that you fund. So, you know, we talked about obviously at a very strategic level, but things like patient-centered care, social, humanitarian and development aid areas in which you actually fund work. How how do you kind of conduct impact assessments at that level?
0: We, as you mentioned, have had a historical focus on on medical science and the treatment of patients. Uh, This has given us uh, a lot of information about uh, what we should expect from our societal impact. But when we set up our impact assessment department uh, five years ago, we actually did not have any data we had some uh, ideas uh, about our societal impact, so we have been in a learning process since we established the impact assessment uh, department. So I would not say that we have uh, founded the perfect model, uh, uh, but we have uh, paved uh, the way at the same time we have been driving, so we you know we have we have tried to learn have learned by doing. Uh, Having said that, of course, uh, we have uh, tried to, uh, as I mentioned, collaborate with researchers who have a a long-term knowledge on how to do impact assessment. So we have awarded some grants to researchers so they can do impact studies on the impact of research in health and diseases. But at the same time, we have collected our own data and uh, formulated uh, the logic model for how we uh, expect to have a societal impact and this logic model uh, follows the theory of change what could be expected from when you have input uh, of uh, investments into uh, health research what could then be expected in terms of activities in terms of output outcomes and and a long-term societal impact so So this theory of change is a key instrument for us because based on this theory of change and our logic model, we have developed indicators uh, for all our activities, and that could be for individual uh, 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 grants, but it could also be uh, for a research area. This KPI system has been developed in close collaboration with our experts in health uh, science, Uh, So they have helped us to identify what are the most important indicators uh, for measurement uh, of the societal impact of uh, investing in in research in health uh, area. Uh, So I think this is uh, something where we this year have been able to, to get an agreement with our key stakeholders of what is important and what is not important when you measure investments in in health research so that has been a long process a learning process but also in the impact department we have people who have experience in social science so they have an additional interest in looking beyond what is usually expected to be the societal impact of investing in health research so we are able to look well beyond what is normally expected uh, among health scientists Uh, and this is a big advantage because then we can identify impact in politics, impact in economic area, uh, impact uh, in education and many other types of impacts which are not foreseen in the grant awarding activity of, of the foundation.
1: It sounds like you have uh, worked in a very collaborative way with the research community to inform these KPIs that you are talking about. Now, does that mean that there is a very kind of bespoke approach taken to various funding streams and assessing their impact? And if so, do you ever find that um, you need to compare analysis across different disciplines to you know, understand what works overall for, for the foundation when it comes to making investment decisions, for instance.
0: We can learn much from benchmarking uh, the different uh, research areas because if we look, for instance in natural science, uh, one can expect different societal impact compared to health science. and again, one could expect uh, uh, also different societal impact when we looked at humanities or social science. Uh, compared to, to national science and health science. So this gives us a good benchmark for what to look for and what not to look for when we try to measure the societal impact in a certain scientific area. Uh, but we really respect that societal impact in different research areas uh, is and should be very different. So we do not compare the outcome in a certain area, for instance in natural science uh, of uh, investing uh, 100 million uh, Danish crowns. We do not compare this uh, with the outcome for instance in social science or in in health research uh, simply because the impacts of research are different in different uh, scientific fields and also the costs uh, of research are different in different scientific fields. We have an ambition in the foundation to donate money to all scientific fields. So what we are looking at is actually more at different instruments within a certain field. So, for instance, we look at research, smaller research projects. Is that better in health science than large research programs in health science or uh, research centers in health science? So we can look across different instruments within the same scientific field but we do not look so much across different scientific fields. Uh, here we we focus more on getting inspiration for what we could learn from uh, in other fields.
1: You mentioned international benchmarking and um, you know some of the research centers. Now, one of the many areas. Um, the um, foundation invests in is the um, standard diabetes centers. Now, the grant is designed to improve treatment for diabetics in Denmark to an international benchmark, but also increase research activity and support the construction work. So when you look at such a varied sort of um, bunch of outputs and outcomes, and when you're reviewing the impact of such funding, where, where do you start with that?
0: When we invest in big research infrastructure or in research centers, uh, then you must understand that Denmark is a small country. So if we need to get an idea of what is the impact of the big investments we are doing in, in a research center, then we do not have benchmarks inside in our own country. So we need to look beyond our borders and to have an idea of what is best practice in the world. Where do we have uh, research centers or research units or research hospitals which could uh, be used as a benchmark for our uh, activities. Uh, So so the international benchmark uh, is quite uh, important for us to understand how well our initiatives are doing. Uh, Also, uh, since we want to build up world-class initiatives in Denmark and also help our research hospitals uh, to uh, perform a world-class treatment of the patients, we need to have uh, an idea of what do we mean by world-class. And in this connection, we also need to to have some international benchmark. Uh, Normally, we do not define this international benchmark, benchmark ourselves. We do it in close collaboration with our key stakeholders. Uh, that could be our grant recipients. It could also be uh, research teams at universities uh, uh, in, in Denmark or in, in, in Scandinavia. Uh, so this is very important for us uh, to be open uh, to the knowledge uh, which are created uh, uh, elsewhere to better understand Uh, what is the added value of the things we are doing. Uh, With respect to the Stainwood Diabetes Centers, our ambition has been to build up new high-technology research hospitals. Uh, So we are funding uh, buildings, but we also fund uh, research activities. We fund uh, treatments of patients. Uh, 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 So treatment should uh, be one of the best in the world, And then we fund education of the health professionals. So in all these uh, four areas, uh, we also collect data and monitor the development. And since we're talking about very new initiatives, uh, then we are in the very beginning of our monitoring. Uh, So the focus has been on establishing what I would call a baseline for for, uh, monitoring the progress of our initiatives. So the baseline discussion has been very important because that is, uh, so to speak, a c- control group for, uh, for the initiative so we can measure uh, the added value in the Danish society against this control group. And the control group can be international benchmarking, but it can also be uh, uh, benchmarking against other initiatives in Denmark.
1: That's been really insightful, um, Asamis, uh, listening to you about all of these topics. Are there any last words you wish to say to our listeners on analysis around impact assessment?
0: I only want to say that impact assessment is a learning by doing process. Uh, but the key issue will be to collect data and continue to collect data from your grant recipients uh, and from other uh, sources, and combining these data and uh, improving uh, the database you have in the foundation. Because without data, you will never be able uh, to conduct impact assessment. Uh, I know that for some uh, foundations or for some people, it's hard to report uh, on data or to collect uh, data in a systematic way. Uh, but that is a necessary if uh, you would like to take impact assessment uh, seriously. So I can only recommend to start collecting data and then also to accept this is a long uh, term investment that uh, you need to collect data for many years in order to get a proper impact assessment.
1: Very wise words. Thank you so much for your time. And we hope everyone tuning in has found this as insightful as I have.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. It's one of four in a series exploring different impact lenses. Please return to the website to discover the others. And don't forget to tweet us your comments and questions at hashtag impact frameworks. And once again, thank you for listening.